0: In this episode, you'll be tuning into a session with Sabrine, where we delve into several challenges she has faced in the past with her accent, including distinguishing specific letters from sounds, voiced versus voiceless sounds, and so much more. Plus, Sabrine will share some practical advice that'll help you improve your speech clarity and accuracy. I promise that you'll learn a lot today. I'm Bianca, your personal American accent coach, and I'm here to help you master an American accent in English because your voice is your choice when it comes to how you sound. I try to release a podcast episode every two weeks, and so you should really subscribe to whatever podcast platform you use so that you don't miss the newest episode. Now, let's get on with the show. Sabrine, so welcome so much, and thank you for agreeing to come on today. I'm really excited to help you, but first, can you tell our audience a little bit about you? Can you tell us, for example, How should we say your name correctly? How do you want it said? Where are you living? Where are you originally from? What do you do in life? Give us
1: a little introduction about you. Okay. So first of all, I am Sabrin. That's an Arabic name. It comes from the word sabr, which means patience. And my name is the plural of sabr, which is one patient man sabrin means those who have patience you must have the patience of 10 men then right? exactly <laughs> or 10 100. women even better I, yeah I, yeah 10 men, women is equal to 100 men <laughs> i agree with that so i am actually originally from sudan both my parents are from there mm-hmm. but i was born in moscow russia actually my first language was russian but i forgot it and then i learned arabic from like people around me and then i lived in many places like i lived in egypt yemen uh dubai Uh, now i reside in canada specifically toronto and i work as an instructor therapist for autistic children i just do therapy for them depends on what the child needs and their diagnosis Mm -hmm. it's a case-by-case basis i'm also a writer and I just started a podcast. Yay! (laughs) Yay! I'm here with you to help me with this accent situation.
0: Oh, that is awesome. So really, English has been a part of your life basically since forever, right? Before we get into that, I see some stories there, and I want to go fishing a little bit. So you were Mm -hmm. born in Moscow. There's got to be a story there, number one. Number two, you were speaking Arabic in Moscow or had your family already moved when you were a child and you grew up speaking Arabic somewhere
1: else? No, here's the story. My dad, he did his undergrad leading to PhD in Moscow. He had a scholarship and he got married while doing his, I think, after his master's. And then my parents were living there when my mom got pregnant and gave Mm -hmm. birth to me in Russia. Mm -hmm. And I grew up like from a couple of months old and a couple of years old. Mm -hmm. And when I started speaking, because I would always go to daycare and they had daycares at such a young age. And my parents were renting from this Russian lady who loved me so much. Even though she was like, I have a picture, Bianca, Mm -hmm. in the daycare. Everyone Mm -hmm. is white and blonde except me. (laughs) It's such a cute picture. I wish I can find it one day. Uh Okay. It was like me sitting there and they put me in the middle. It's so funny. I love it. So the the Russian lady who rented my parents the place loved me so much. She used to tell people that I am her grandchild and she would take me around. So I picked up the actual native Russian language from the kids and that lady. Mm. And when I go back home with my parents, no one would understand me. Of course, those are stories I don't actually remember. My parents Uh told me. No one was able to communicate with me. My dad or mom always had to translate but after my brother was born there they moved like Mm -hmm. his phd ended and he didn't want to work there he wanted to find other places Mm -hmm. so that because when i moved to sudan As a child, you need to survive. Everyone was speaking to me in Arabic and that's it. But then my mom went back to Sudan and then my father was looking for jobs around. It's common for Sudanese people to look for opportunities outside of their countries. I don't know, it's a status, it's better. Mm -hmm. At that time, things were not as bad as now, but it's common for them to look somewhere else. And my dad is a type of person who likes adventure. Hence, we traveled a lot. Uh And eventually, you know, let's go from this story to how I started English, Um, Sudan, they start teaching us English as a second language in grade 5. I took the letters A, B, C, D in grade 5 and then okay. I start learning pen, window, door, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get into grammar or like past and those stuff. Like The, the focus in Sudan is on grammar and not the language Mm. also because we are taught by a teacher who was taught by a teacher by like the original person who who speak Mm. actual native Mm -hmm. is far far away Mm. so uh, even the teacher has an accent even the teacher would say thing like in sudanese accent we can't because even in arabic we can't pronounce this letter which is Mm the or the we Mm -hmm. have this letter right but the equivalent is the Mm -hmm. like the th
0: Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm.
1: another world would be the word world which is very difficult but in sudan we would say word lid Uh uh-huh (laughs) because it's a
0: really difficult consonant cluster and especially if you were taught that way you wouldn't question that and it's funny that you mentioned the th for two reasons number one by the time this podcast episode comes out it will be already finished but every month i do a for one hour Once at the end Mm -hmm. of the month on a specific sound. And this month is going to be the TH sound. And the funny thing is that most languages don't have anything very close to it. But you look at Mm -hmm. Arabic and most dialects of Arabic, they have the sound and they have a TH and they have the both versions of it. They have the TH and they have the TH. So coming from one of the only languages besides Greek and let's say Castilian Spanish... That's one of the only languages that at least already has that sound,
1: which is really difficult to pronounce. If you met someone from the Gulf area, yeah. or who else pronounced this? I think Man. in the
0: Levant, like in Palestine, Levant, Jordan, that yes, area, yes, Syria. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I was
1: looking for the mm-hmm. Levant word. Yes, the Levant word they speak it. But in Sudan, in our language, we don't pronounce the and uh-huh. the. Those two letters, we don't pronounce it in our accent. What do you say instead?
0: More like a D or a Z? What happens there? Oh, like more like an S. Like a Z maybe? uh, uh That would be Uh Uh So if you look at a person, let's say from Spain, they have it and they do it. And you look Mm. at a person from Mexico, same language, right? It's still Spanish. They do the same thing. Mm. They don't have the TH in the same way. Mm. And I didn't know specifically that Sudanese, that dialect... It was one that didn't do the TH. So here I am thinking like, oh, you're so lucky. But no, (laughs)
1: sorry about that. But when you're in Egypt, they do the TH, right? I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Uh They don't have it. That area, I don't think they have it. Mm -hmm. No, Like Sudan, Libya, Chad. Mm -hmm. Those are all people who speak Arabic. Mm -hmm. Also like, oh, but you don't have those two. I don't know if you know the sound, qa. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know if I told you. I lived in Jordan for about five years. So, yeah. So I have some Arabic. But it's been a long time. I do know that some of those sounds are the same. And some of them are not the same in English. But they might be similar to something like in French or something. Mm -hmm. That makes me think, like, you, with all your travel, with all your exposure, you would think, oh... Your English is great, right? This is always the medium of communication. But Mm -hmm. when that happens, somebody is just busy living life, you know? So they don't have time to go back and fix some mistakes or whatever. You just... You get by and you do great. I do the same thing in Spanish. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I get by. I'm okay. But I don't have time to go back and fix those mistakes. So is that kind of where you are now? You're, You're saying like, okay, now it's time to clean this stuff up because now I have my podcast and there's a good reason for you to be motivated right now. Is that kind of where you're at?
1: Yes. First of all. I have to tell you that I studied all my life, like the undergrad in English because mm-hmm. I went to medical school. So mm-hmm. English was necessary. Also, I made the the travel in a school from Sudan to Dubai. And in Dubai, they teach English. I didn't live in Dubai. So I was yeah, in Abu yeah. Dhabi. Mm-hmm. And um, they teach English from, I think, uh, kindergarten, mm-hmm. I think. So my dad forced me to sit down and study all of it. I sat for six months revising words, etc., etc., etc. There were times where I dedicated myself to English. Mm. I had to do TOEFL too, and that's a lot of studying at a very
0: high level.
1: Yeah, at a very high level. Yeah. And by the time I was doing the test. I was fed up. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's it. This is my English, I accept it. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? And at that time, that's, like, that's what you needed because you had to finish that. the test you and that's you. it,
1: yeah. yeah. In the last grade, I was in grade 12 and they did this test which called SIBA in which in that test we had to memorize over 5,000 words and they were not hard words. And then it the test itself, it was similar to TOEFL. So they didn't want the locals there to go to TOEFL or Ilis. So they made a version. You know how Canada have kale? Yeah,
0: it's like a, yeah, a, a this, version just they, for them, yeah
1: yes a version just for that country and so i did that and that Mm -hmm. helped me so i was studying english as a subject and Mm -hmm. i had to score good to get like the good gpa to go to medical school so english was a mandatory thing for me Mm -hmm. and by the time i was here in canada i had to do presentation in medical school and everything so by the time i was here i was not bad it's just the accent people understanding me Uh uh and then it just occurred to me that i'm saying some words wrong and no one knows Mm -hmm. and I don't don't even know because those are the people who grew up speaking English Uh and I uh I did not so I was like okay no worries I will learn and I just learned by listening and saying things Mm -hmm. but I was actually impressed (laughs) because I did the teaser for my podcast and you know how the program would write what you say oh like an AI program yes it would just write what you say but it understood me so I was like Thank God, yeah. i not that far. Yes, that's always a good I'm litmus test. If, if the AI
0: understands me, if that understands mm-hmm. me, I'm pretty good. And you can see your mistakes yeah. in there too. Yes. And I bet that when you were in medical school, you had this thing happen. It happens to a lot of people where you read a word and maybe it's like a high level word or a medical jargon or something. You read this word and you're like, okay, this is how I'm going to pronounce it right now. We'll see. And then you read it a hundred thousand times and you've decided that's the pronunciation in your brain, even though you've never heard the word before. And then suddenly somebody says it at a conference or wherever and you're like, wait, is that how you say it? (laughs) 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 Hmm, I've been saying it differently this whole time. Who's right? I don't know. Is that, has that happened to you?
1: My brain. Yeah. Yes. The word Mm -hmm. insomnia. Mm -hmm. I used to say, I I don't remember. It was is is isomnia or something. Uh was like that in my brain, it was even more embarrassing. Yes. No one uh, said it in front of me. I was asking a question and I said, oh, this is one of the side effects, blah, 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 blah. And everyone was like, do you mean insomnia? Oh, no. Oh, no. That's so embarrassing. Yes.
0: I do the same thing in Spanish. I'll mix the letters up or I'll put the syllables in the wrong order or stress the wrong syllable sometimes. And sometimes people don't tell you. Even if you ask them, hey, please correct me. No, they sometimes they don't. And then that one time, of course, you've got
1: like an audience of bosses. They just and things. like, do you yeah. mean this? I don't mind being corrected. I really don't mind, but it's mm. the intention behind the correction. Yes. Right? Are you
0: doing this to embarrass me or are you doing this
1: to help me? There is
0: a big exactly. difference there. Huge difference
1: because mm-hmm. I did my undergrad in Ottawa. And when I landed in Toronto, have you uh, been to Canada? I have been to Toronto, actually. Yes, several times. Okay, mm-hmm. So when you land in Toronto, you think the whole Canada is Toronto. That's not true. Toronto <laughs> is Toronto. That's it. Everywhere else is different. Maybe uh-huh. Vancouver and yeah. Calgary. There's like, or
0: Montreal, Quebec. Montreal, right? There's some places that yeah. stick
1: out, but yeah. Yeah, let's not go to Quebec. But Montreal, <laughs> maybe, if you know some French. So I'm like. I went to Ottawa and that was a shock because people were like, what do you mean? And I'm like, people are trying to understand me. I'm <laughs> Am I still in language? Canada? What's going on? <laughs> what is happening? Why are you being rude? Uh-huh. And I remember this girl, she wasn't white. She's Spanish descent or something. But she was born in Canada, right? Second yeah. generation. She said, aren't you cold? I love cold. So I want to say I'm wearing, actually, this is one of the words I don't know if I can say, which is layers. Uh-huh. Perfect. Layers. Layers. Yep, perfect. Layers. Huh. Yeah. And I said liars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing liars. They never tell the truth. No, they don't. She looked at me, she's like, liars? And I was like, yeah, liars. I was like, I'm wearing this underneath this. And she's like, layers? Like, yeah. Yet
0: again. How's the intonation of the person who's correcting? <laughs> Layer? Or is it, oh, do you mean layers? The intonation can tell you if this person is being yes. kind. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah.
1: I think for me, if you correct me in, and i like, in a business meeting whatsoever, like when everyone corrected me at the lab, it was embarrassing, but yes. I grew out of it. Mm-hmm. But if it's someone that I thought was a friend, yeah, I'm like hello how many languages do you speak let's just start there yeah
0: yeah oh gosh oh <laughs> what yeah did yeah. you learn Uh huh. Uh-huh.
1: because i just i, I love differences hmm. i don't mind making mistakes in yeah. languages like right now i'm learning turkish and korean together Ooh, cool i like turkish is easier because it has some arabic and, mm-hmm. and english and spanish in it some even though i don't know spanish but yeah. korean is a new different level
0: yeah at least korean i not that i speak korean but from what i know the the writing the script is very transparent, right? It's not like yes. English where the spelling is one thing because it most likely comes from French and it looks nothing like it's supposed to be pronounced, uh-huh. right? At least from what I know, Korean is very clear. <laughs> like yes. Arabic, right? You see it yes. written, you know how to say it. It's really transparent. So at least you've got that on your side.
1: I don't know about ter- I don't agree in Arabic. I don't agree no. in Maybe Arabic. It depends. Yeah, it depends and also for Arabic, it's always the meaning. Mm. One, one word has like ten thousands meaning. Ah. It could be used in so many places. And also with the dialect. I don't know if you have this in English. With a different dialect, mm-hmm. bad words are different. Oh, that's very true in Spanish, I'm finding. Yeah. Yeah. It's just bad words are different. And mm-hmm. sometimes you say ah. a word, the person is like, uh-huh what do you mean <laughs> and there are some words that are translated from arabic especially in muslims population it's from arabic that is used for everyday language right. but they're not everyday language mm-hmm. in my life and i see, hear someone say it and i'm like what do you mean <laughs> that's yeah. a good
0: that's a good point like it's not just language it's not just culture it's the mix it's personalities it's intention it's maybe dialect it's maybe accent all this stuff is super super complicated language and, is yeah, just it's hard It's hard. It's a
1: whole world. With a language, you understand people thinking, you understand Mm -hmm. how they eat, how they enjoy life. Mm -hmm. Then you understand their culture, how they say I hate you, how they say I love you, how they say I'm sorry. Uh Everything is different in a language. Uh That's why I love languages. It's one of my dreams to have Uh like five languages or more. But life happens. But it's never too late. You're doing two more right now, right? Life gets
0: in the way, but but we keep going, right? It's an ideal that we're definitely Mm -hmm. striving for. So what would you say then with all this background, what would you say are your Mm -hmm. biggest challenges right now? What
1: brings you here today? Okay. So I honestly, I want to sound clear. Even if I have an accent, Mm -hmm. I will own it. I don't mind it. As long as you understand the words that are Mm -hmm. coming out of my mouth, Mm -hmm. does not disturb you in a way. Because we live in a sensory world and I work with people who have sensory sensory issues. And I know sometimes you would do something with good intentions, then it will trigger people no matter what. And I can't fix everything, obviously, Uh but I can try as much as I especially if i want to do the podcast sometimes i'll be like liking what someone's saying yeah. but the way they're recording or whatever their sound not just the accent i don't mind mm-hmm. the accent mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. the way they're talking or something about the language behind because mm-hmm. so everyone speaks a language there's a basic thing behind it mm-hmm. where they grew up or the, it, this is their second language or mm-hmm. whatever right mm-hmm. so for me I come with all the culture, with everything I have and with other backgrounds. Let me tell you a story. My father, for the love of God, cannot say the word student. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because in Russian, it's a student a or something uh-huh. like that. So he, instead of saying student, he keeps saying student. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dad, it's a student. And he goes, mm-hmm. is it a student? He does not remember because he has these two mixed. And sometimes he does that. Sometimes language is just... Even now, after all those years, that's
0: a fossilized error, right? So mm-hmm. w- what we mean is like his brain thinks it's because that's yes. how, it, how it learned it. So he has to convince mm-hmm. his brain that his brain is wrong and his mouth is wrong and your brain doesn't want to be told that it's wrong so correcting those fossilized errors are the hardest thing that's why the sooner you can check these things out and get a feel for it the better because then everything else Mm. becomes more easily and you have a a good handle but you never really had that it sounds like in school right? you never had a pronunciation class let's say or specific times where you could ask about a certain thing probably with somebody who really knew so maybe that's Mm. been lacking so right now Mm. if I were to ask you, hey, what are your problem sounds that you're having trouble working on? Can you give me a list? Can you tell me what sounds are difficult for you?
1: The difference between the letter B and P, I remember the teachers telling us, she put a small paper in her hand and she said, when you say P, this paper is supposed to fly because this is the, we call it the heavy P Uh, in Arabic. uh It has to come with air, like it has to be P. Then we used to call the other one the pregnant or the light bee, (laughs) which is both. Boy, that is because <laughs> like, it
0: looks like the letter B has a little belly <laughs> and like it's pregnant yeah. the <laughs> that's adorable bellies. I love
1: it I love it that is yeah. so funny so we used to say the light B and the heavy P uh-huh. and my brother would say is it B boy or P Paris and he P-pregnant. doesn't even say P he's B boy or B Paris yes, yes so no they sound way, the same no but, he's oh, yeah, but he's so so asking yeah but he's asking I would say Paris oh that's so for so for him funny. to know it's one because he knows the spelling only that he can't tell the difference right now I'm paying attention, but if I'm talking to you, let's say my first teaser, I said banish Mm. instead of punish I'm going to pause you right there because maybe we'll do the sounds
0: one by one or maybe we'll make a list and come back. You let me know what works for you. But I can already hear the fact three things are at Mm. play here. Number one, you hear the difference right? Mm. If I did the difference, you could say, oh, that's the one for baby. And that's the one for the the city in France. Mm. You can hear the difference. Number two, I know that your brain knows the difference because you're able to describe it. You're able to name it. And then number three, I've heard you do both. So what's actually missing here? It sounds like the only thing that's missing is a little correction, maybe. Mm. And I think you can do that on your own. I've heard you. And then number two, maybe just more awareness, more attention. Maybe this Mm. happens more when you're sleepy or maybe this happens more when you're talking really quickly, something like that. So So we can say, oh, I have this problem, but what's really the problem? I usually look at can the person hear the difference? Because if not, that's mm. where we got to start. Number two, do they know? Does their brain know what to do? What are the steps? How do I make this sound? And then number mm. three, can their mouth do it? Can their muscles do it? Then mm. with repetition, we can get to automaticity. So I stop thinking about it so much. It sounds mm. like to me, tell me if I'm wrong. Sounds like the problem here is that you're not quite to automaticity. Is that right? You can hear mm. it, you know it, and your mouth can do it. But you're not quite automatic yet, is that right?
1: Yes. Okay. Also, awesome. like I'm someone who gets too excited mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I get into the moment and yeah. I forget other things. Sometimes when I'm doing something, yeah. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. I cannot focus on two things together. I think for me it's more like when I speak to people, like with you right now, I'm aware. Mm-hmm. But like when I speak to someone, like when I did the teaser and I couldn't go back to do it yeah. because everything else was good. I can just neglect a whole for just one letter for... <laughs> that I said, it like twice. I'm like, it's gonna go with the accent. It's not worth mine. it. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's awesome you know, that way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But, yeah. but I, w- I want to check one thing with you. So it sounds like you don't really need me for P and B. What you really need, it sounds like, is to just remember to number one, be kind to yourself because yeah, it's just a mistake, but it's not an yeah. error. An error is like there's something missing you don't know or you can't do, right? Yeah. It's not an error. It's just a mistake. No big deal. But I want to just check something with you. I want to talk about your brain for a second. If I take these sounds and I classify them, you were saying like, it's a strong one. It's a little bit different. I want to come back to that. So in both cases, what's the same and what's different? So I have as in Paris, right? Mm. We both have really good microphones. So make a lot of air in your microphone. Go ahead. That is perfect. And I'll tell you why because you didn't have any of what we call voicing in here. Uh. So a P as in Paris and a B as in in baby, right? The only difference, it's not your lips. There's no tongue involved. It's not your lips. It's not the amount of air. It's the fact that B as in baby, is voice. So if you put your hand on your throat, I'm saying this for people who are listening to the audio and don't see the video. If you put your hand on your throat and you (laughs) you should feel vibration there.
1: Right? Yes. But yes, when you do yes. p-
0: p- the city in France, p- put your finger on your throat, put your fingers on your throat, p- p- Paris, p- Paris, Paris. Right. So you're doing all of that. I wanted to make sure that your brain knew what you're doing. Uh, If you're like, my P sounded a little bit like a B, you might be vibrating a little bit, but there's no in between. It's either on or off. It's either vibrating or not. Remember earlier when you were telling me that the difference between the Sudanese dialect of Arabic and how you don't do the THs, right? Instead, you replace it with S or you Mm. replace it with Z. Mm. Same thing. What's the difference? S. 100% the same, 99.9% the same, just the voicing is different. So you don't have a problem with that. You're already doing it. You're doing the thing where you do everything the same except the voicing. Just do that for P and B. Yes. Does that make sense? The thing I think you can remember when you have the mental space for that is just think about the voicing. Yep. No halfway. No halfway just on or off voicing, and that's going to be your difference. I was
1: thinking about the amount of air, right? That's how I was taught. And it's not really,
0: it's not wrong, but here's the thing. I'm going to do a P like Paris. If I do that paper trick that you were talking about before, if I just put my finger in front of my mouth, I I imagine it's somebody's birthday, and I'm blowing out the candles. I can blow out the candle if it's a P. p p I can feel it on my finger, right? But if I do a B, b -b -b I don't feel as much air. And the reason is all the energy is going into my throat into the voicing and it should if you're trying to push out too much air for both of them that means Mm. your voicing is gonna be not enough you see what i mean because you're Mm. trying too hard Mm. to do the air right does that make sense the difference
1: Yes. Yes, it Awesome. Does. Because
0: yeah. that was the problem. Like it. how you were explaining it, I wanted to check that your brain knew. And now that your brain sees those things instead, you can already correct yourself. Like, I've heard you, right? And you can also tell your mm. brother, <laughs> <the> brother <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> and you can get him to do the same thing. So I think it's safe to say p and b. We can say check, right? Sound good? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So, if I do hear you say a p and a b in a wrong way for the rest of today, I'll just correct you. Right. And now you know what to do. Now your brain knows how to fix it. Yeah. (laughs) So, what else is on the list then besides a p and a b? What else is on your list?
1: Okay. Next, I think, is the L. Let me tell you a word that someone made fun of me for it and was a friend. Here's the story. So, I studied neuroscience and mental health with a minor in psychology and when i was in this uh during like undergrad i joined a mental health club and we Hmm. were advocating to make mental health an actual important topic and Hmm. reach people to to tell them that's it's normal take care Mm -hmm. of your mental health if you're going through something some illness that's okay like some of the things that i used to tell people are like Do you tell a diabetic person not to take insulin and just feel fine? (sighs) Don't do Mm -hmm. that. Why are Mm -hmm. you telling someone who has depression or anxiety or whatever kind of like, stuff to just let it go and feel happy they can't mm-hmm. feel happy mm-hmm. there's actual mental health there's ch- hormonal change just like diabetes just mm-hmm. like any other illness uh, the term health includes both right totally sorry totally. i went on a tangent there but no, please and then what happened we were at the meeting we were like yeah. all of us together as the club blah 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 and this is a friend and we were talking about salmon which i ah, can't pronounce for the love of god and the reason one of the reasons for me are the words hear this the words that are s- similar in the same language in arabic we say Salamun. Uh-huh. That's the name. So when I come to English, my brain does not get it that the L should be like, is it a light L? Is it a silent L? I just pronounce it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you're not the only one,
0: of course. It's not you guys, right? It's the spelling. It's the spelling in English. Why is there an L there? We don't even say it. Maybe people in the past used to say it. Sometimes we have some silent letters that are silent now, but they didn't used to be, right? So this might be one of those cases, but in other languages, like you said, it's what we call like a cognate meaning it's really close, probably comes from the same thing, or it's a borrowed word, something like that. And so why wouldn't you pronounce it the same way? Which makes sense. Unfortunately, it's just not how we do it. So in this case, you're saying, oh, is it a light L? Is it a silent L? There's another option called a dark L. I don't know if you know that one. So there are three options for Ls. In this case, ding, ding, we have a winner. There is no L here. You can just take it away. It's completely silent. So isn't that nice? Yes, let's take the word I need some fresh air, I'm gonna go out for a -A W-A-L-K. Do I say that L there? Walk, 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 right? No, no. right? It's a silent L as well, right? Uh, I'm gonna call you on the phone and we're gonna what? Talk, we're gonna talk, Talk. Uh, right, talk. talk. I don't say talk, but in the past, that dark L used to be there. So when you've got like an L and a K, when you've gotten Mm. an L and an M together, you can guess Mm. that eh, probably I can just drop this completely. And no one's gonna know. Even if you were gonna do a dark L there, Nobody would know that. So mm. often, I bring up dark Ls, and you said you didn't know that one, so let's briefly talk about that. So a light L at the beginning of a word, at the beginning of a syllable, for example, la 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 light, right? La 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 love, la 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 That's the front of my tongue, behind mm. my teeth, making that okay. noise, la 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 right? At the beginning of a word, la 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 later, for example. Take the other word, example. There's an L at the very end of the syllable, and in this mm. case, at the end of the word, so that L sounds different, right? O, mm. o,
1: L- oh, oh, like at the back. Example,
0: L- you got it. So I like to think of it this way: if the L is at the back of the word, it should also be at the back of my throat. So there are two different kinds of Ls in English, and Sorry to tell anybody who doesn't know this. We also have silent L's. So if you pay attention to L's wow. at the end of the word, then you can start doing those back L's, those dark L's as well. Mm. Right. In that case. Oh. Yeah. So do you
1: pronounce the name Laura? Like I can pronounce. Light L. I would do La
0: la la Laura. la la la. As opposed to, let's say somebody's name was. Paul. Paul. Good one. Good one. P-A-U-L. That's my uncle's name. Paul, yeah. Paul, Ola. Paul, and Laura went to the mall.
1: Mall. See? Yeah, yeah. La 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 I have to pronounce that. All my all. Good one. My Ls are all la. You know, are coming from the back.
0: Yes. So that might make some of your Ls count sound
1: a little bit heavy in that case yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and then I remember I was like listening and I've noticed that there are two types of L mm-hmm. I did not know this this is a new mm. discovery because uh-huh. I was pronouncing all the L at yeah. the back uh-huh and it's because in Arabic for L the name of the letter is lamb uh-huh. okay and then that letter when we pronounce it sometimes we skip it too and then what we call it for example We have names for it, the the sun L and the moon L, because Uh in these two words, Ashems, which means Mm -hmm. sun, Mm -hmm. you don't pronounce the L. Do you remember that? I remember the idea, but I never fully understood it. We just Uh do something that are opposite to each other and And the L, one is pronounced, one is not pronounced for Mm -hmm. sun, which Mm -hmm. is Ashems. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. Ash. Yeah, ash. Yeah. It goes directly to the sh. Yeah, ash. You, drop the you, mm-hmm. ash, you drop the L. You drop the L. For al-qamar, you mm-hmm. have to say al. And it's, it's from the back. It's what we would call a dark L in that case. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And I've never... Maybe like... Just my native language, I did have the difference in how I speak at home or regularly, but I've never understood the... Mm. Let's take the word that I cannot pronounce. The first word is vulnerable. And I can see that there's an L in that word, too. Yeah, Is there
0: anything else on your list, though, of sounds first? Before we do words, is there anything else
1: on your list of sounds? It's probably that we talked about that. The TH is a huge thing. The Mm. L and R together. And I don't know if that's an accent problem or just a muscle problem in my mouth. Because I Hold on. L and R together or TH and R together? Or both? Maybe both. I don't know. Maybe both. Okay, let's write them down. <laughs> they never experienced CH and L together. Okay. Wait, you, you unlocked
0: a new fear. Give me a word <laughs> to pronounce. Okay. Number one, number two, number... Three. Three. TH plus R. THR. THR. Three. THR. I
1: can do that. Three. Okay. The
0: value of something you can say is it's W-O-R-T-H. What's that? Worth. Worth. Okay, so that's an R and then a TH. So both of those sound good. No fears anymore. (laughs) So it must be L's and R's. Let's do an L and then an R, and then we'll do an R followed by an L. So for example, I'm going to start with an L and then an R next. This happens at the end of a word. You're going to have an L. Like I'm going to say C-A-L-L and then R-I-G-H-T. Call right now. Can you put those two together? Call right now.
1: Call right now?
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Say them fast together. Call right now. Call right now. Perfect. So L and R together seems fine in that combination. What about the other way around when there's an R and then an L? Like this word you mentioned earlier, another name for the earth is W-O-R-L-D. World. Yes. World. There we go. Good so now world. we've got an R first and then an L. How does that feel? Okay. It's hard. I have to focus. Okay. Okay. You know so it's like I the mean? B&P. It's not a question of your ear, it's not a question of knowing what to do. It's a question of my mouth doesn't always work because my brain is mm. sometimes elsewhere,
1: right? Oh, yeah. How do I reach that point? I used to think it's just you practice more, mm. eventually you will get there right? Mm-hmm. And I need to stop translating in my head. I need to uh-huh. speak. I need to think English. And yes. that's what I do. So uh-huh. now I even feel and write in English because awesome. I lived here for so long. But still, like I'm going through this. For example, another sound is uh-huh. the S sound. I think I pronounce it, which I don't know when you hear this. I, I hear so much air and I'm not sure if that's a pronunciation problem or just how my teeth are. Or it's like, like a snake? Like snake. Yeah. It's, it's, instead of like, when I hear other people saying it, it doesn't have that annoying state. It's
0: funny you should <laughs> mention annoying because there's, there is a problem that some people have. And even then it's not a problem. Sometimes it's a choice. Sometimes it's a way of speaking, but sometimes people don't want to do it and they do it. And that's a problem. So it's called mm-hmm. hyper syllabant. So anything mm-hmm. that's a s sound. It's like an S kind of thing. Ssss. Yeah. S- so I'm gonna show you a model of a mouth. This is our mouth, our big mouth. I'm gonna open it up now. Think about your own mouth. And when you do an S sound, where is the friction? Is it more on the teeth? Is it more on that bump? Is it behind the bump? When you make an S, where exactly is your tongue close to touching?
1: S- it's not touching. It shouldn't it's touching be touching.
0: Bad. But where's it close to? Is it close to the teeth? Is it close to the bump? Is it cl- behind the, the bump? Behind the bump.
1: Behind the bump. Ooh, behind no, the bump. Wait, no, wait. The pump? Yeah. I don't know. What's, this what bump is right here. Bump. Wait a second. Oh, okay. Also called it's, the wrist. It's close to the bump. Close to the bump. Yeah. Okay,
0: so that's, where, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's okay. where it should be. Let's try an exercise here. We're going to take our S and we're going to put our tongue right up in the front of our teeth and then we're going to slide it back. And see how that feels. So I'll do it first. I'll model. I'm going to start in the very, very front. You might even hear like a whistling sound. That's called hypersyllabint. So try to pull yes. your tongue back as you're doing that friction. There's a point that's too far forward and it feels weird. And there's a point that's too far back and it feels weird, right? <laughs> so to me, your S's sound fine. And you've already confirmed that they're they're in the right place. You're doing mm. them in the right place. And you might feel like oh, I'm pushing out too much air, like it's too strong. It's a possibility, but usually the other problem exists where somebody's not pushing out enough air. Remember we did the the paper trick or the finger trick where you can feel it? So put your finger down a little bit lower, not up high, but down a little bit lower towards your chin and see if you can feel some air because the angle goes down when we did that. Can you feel a little bit of air there? In my finger? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you so maybe move your finger around too. So you might not be hitting that spot. it could be that you're not pushing out enough air. It's not that it's too much. You should feel a little bit of
1: air, but not Going like a big down, force. I I hear I feel it here. Okay.
0: Oh, there we go. As oh, long as you're oh, feeling it. Uh huh. No, I you got it. Feel
1: it. Down down.
0: Yeah. So if you're feeling some air on your finger and it's down by your chin, it's probably yeah. perfectly fine. And for me, with the microphone, it sounds really good. So if you mm. feel like it's weird later, just, number one, feel where's your tongue. And we've already okay. said it's probably in the right position. And feel mm. how much air you're pushing out. And you can control those two factors for your S's. Does that make sense? Yes. And keep in mind you know, the S and Z thing we my... said earlier, where mm. there's s- unvoiced yeah. no vibration here and then there's z, okay. z so it should be okay. very strongly voiced or mm. not voiced at all nothing in the middle because as we said with p and b it's going to take mm. away the energy of the air you know what i mean I meant, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes
1: yes so yeah ls that's those are the sounds oh check, check, i check. actually have something it's the ed and the s <gasps> at the end of the word oh no you know how you say What's the word? (laughs) I think I know what you're
0: referring to because it's not just you. Again, it's English. So let's take the ending of a word. Let's say I lifted some heavy boxes because I was helping my friend move today. And what hurts? My B-A-C-K. How do I say that? My back? Uh Uh-huh. B-A-C-K, right? What's the plural of that? Backs. Backs. S-K-S. S S -S like a snake, right? Now, I went shopping and I carried home all my groceries in a -A B-A-G. In many B-A-G-S. How would I say that? Bags? Uh-huh. That one should be voiced. Gzz. gzz,
1: gzz. Bags.
0: Bags. 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 huh Bags. Bags. So I think that's Bags. what you're talking about, right? When is a final S like a snake and when is it z like a zebra? Is that correct? That's the problem? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the mm-hmm. same problem exists for most people with an E-D ending because sometimes that E-D ending is more like mm-hmm. I'm thirsty and I'd like some tea. What? Or, da, 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 right? Just like P and B. T, 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 mm. da, da, da. Let's take that ED example and let's take two verbs in the past. They mm. could be verbs, they could be adjectives. Yesterday, I went for a walk. What did I do? I walked. I walked. No voicing there. Walked. Either. Versus, I have a dog and that dog sometimes wags his tail. Yesterday, he wagged. G'd. Wagged. Wagged, wagged. wagged his tail. I'll so, when is this ED t, and when is this ED? D right? Is that kind of where this problem lies for you?
1: Yeah. For me, it comes natural to choose mm-hmm. between the two. I just mm-hmm. wouldn't get because I've always been taught it's it. But that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. I know true. <laughs> because we just took the path. It was like a regular, irregular verb mm-hmm. to prove that we know we would see walk huh To be sense. really clear, right? You would over-enunciate it, perhaps. <laughs> Yeah, we overpronunciate it so mm-hmm. the teacher knows that we mm-hmm. know it's walk. Oh, that's a great strategy. Yeah, uh-huh. for us look, the students, look, we're in grade mm-hmm. five or six, so we need to work hard. Now you got to so go back not- and fix that mistake yeah,
0: because you, you did it for a good reason. But now mm-hmm. you're like, but that's not actually correct. So yes. here's what I'm going to do. I want to talk more about this specific thing because it's a whole can of worms. And we can mm-hmm. get into this. Either in a whole nother episode of the podcast, Mm. because I think it's important. And I know it's pretty late for you right now. So let's put that on the shelf. Let's put it in our pocket for next time. And then let's let's definitely talk about that because there is a way to know. Mm. And I have also a really nice like poster that I can give you to summarize Mm. that. So let's take that and let's talk about that another time. Is that Mm. okay?
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: Okay. So you've got a whole list of words, one of them or two of them you already mentioned. And I'm gonna do something that if people are listening to the audio, they're not gonna see this, but I'm going to change the screen now to show, for anyone who's watching this on a video, you can see that I am writing down notes for you in an mm-hmm. app and it's called the phonetic markup app. It's an app that I had made a couple of years ago um, by some students who were learning to make apps. And it's fantastic. Anybody can use this. It's totally for free. So if you're watching the video version of this, you can see it. And if you're just listening to the audio version of the podcast, this might not make so much sense to you, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to copy the words that Sabrine has. She said they're already difficult for her and I'm going to copy them and put them on the app. You'll only see this if you're doing the the video version, but just to know that's what I'm doing. And I'm gonna copy all these words and then we're gonna go through them one by one because I know that these are important words for you. So you can see that, right? That's big enough for you to see? Yes. Okay, I wanna hear you say these words three times each. I'm gonna highlight one word. I wanna hear you say it first and I wanna see if I can find out the problem so that we can fix the problem, okay? Okay. Okay, three times this word.
1: Okay. Adolescence, mm-hmm.
0: adolescence, mm-hmm. adolescence. Ah, okay. So the second one was the closest, right? So first yeah. of all, let's think about syllable stress. Da-da-da-da. Okay. One, two, three, four. Adolescence, adolescence, adolescence. So I need to stress that syllable. It has to pop out more. That's number one. And okay. So say it again for me. Adolescence. See, that's really good. Yeah. There's only one more thing I want to correct, and that's this vowel right here. And it's letter O, but I want okay. to say the uh sound, ad, uh, ad, adolescence.
1: Adolescence. huh I know Wait, it's letter yeah.
0: O, but make it sound like uh, uh, ad, uh ad, ad, le- adolescence, yeah. There's some variety there. In fact, I'm going to okay. show IPA, right? Now, here, they're doing it not what I'm describing. They're doing something a little mm. more difficult, which if you can do mm. is great. Look. There's no vowel, according to the dictionary, there's no vowel between the D and the L, but that's a difficult combination. Let's try it. Dul, 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 With dole, no vowel dole. between them, that's not easy. Dole. So to make that easier, we can say dul. Can you hear how the second one is a little bit longer and a little okay. bit easier? Can you do it again? Yep. The first way is the way the dictionary is writing it, which is with a difficult consonant cluster. There's no vowel between the D and L. Sounds like this. Dul, 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 dul. Mm-hmm. right? Okay. They're as close together as you can make them. I'm okay. saying if that's difficult for you, then stick a little vowel in there. We call it schwa. Add. <laughs> Yeah, can you hear that? Adolescent, the difficult way, or adolescence. Adolescence.
1: Can I try? Adolescence. There
0: you go. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Yes, that's the way that I would...
1: Adolescence. Yeah,
0: that's the way I would do it. Mm -hmm. Adolescence. Adolescence. So that's why I'm going to put this thing here. Dada. Adolescence. 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 So the next word on your list is almost the same, but it's the adjective instead of the noun. Take a guess at that
1: Mm. one. Adolescent.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Exactly the same syllable stress, which is not always the case when you switch from like a (laughs) noun to an adjective. But here it is, right? Adolescence, adolescent. So there we go. And is this something you use for work?
1: I don't use it for works no but i used to use it when i was in neuroscience mm. and i avoided all the stages <laughs> i'm not gonna do this i'll just say like just teenager say instead yes, yeah so. i used to say teenager, but i really want it and one time i was describing it to someone and i hmm. was so lost i was like it's okay we don't- <laughs> let's just skip this conversation because i cannot pronounce a word sometimes when i can't pronounce the words because i am a visual person yeah if i cannot pronounce the word i cannot spell it absolutely yeah yeah
0: and spelling is so tricky in english you're lucky that you have that skill a lot of people don't and it's doubly hard right really difficult yeah Yeah. so far so good you can see how we're doing this now right we're seeing what the problem is it sounds like you have Mm -hmm. no problem with the ear you have no problem so far with anything that i'm saying it sounds like it's just repetition you need repetition you need a little correction which is what you're getting right now and then you can go back you're going to have these notes and you'll be able to you'll be able to do these i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna delete that
0: because those are double (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's start with this other word right here. Tr- give that a try. Okay. Vulnerable. Uh huh. And where's the syllable that's supposed to be stressed? There's four syllables. I think it's, I think it's the first. No, it's not the first one. You're right. Vulner- it's the first one. Da 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 da. da vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah. Just make it pop a little Vulner- bit more. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yep. there you go. And here's Vul- another consonant. Does I cluster. You pronounce the L? Voln. Ah, okay. Here's what we were talking about earlier, right? We, yes. we said, I don't say salmon, right? I say salmon. Mm-hmm. I drop it completely. Mm-hmm. Here's one of the ones where it's not dropped completely by most people still, but it's what we would call that dark L. So if you can get it in there, it's fine. Vulnerable. So my tongue is going to go back vulnerable. for that dark L and then forward um, for the N. Okay. The.
1: So vulnerable. Vulnerable, nice and well, slow. See, the problem is transitioning for me from the L to vulnerable. Uh huh. So let's break it down. See, vulnerable. Yep. There we go. But go nice
0: and slow. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. There we go. Vulnerable. 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 There you go.
1: Vulnerable. I have to do it a couple of times. Vulnerable. There you go. Vulnerable. There you go. Look how vulnerable. I made four syllables here. One, yes. two,
0: three, four. Vulnerable. Vulnera- okay. There you vulnerable. go.
1: Vulnerable.
0: Yeah, there you go. Keep the vol as one. Keep vul. the ner as the second.
1: So when it stressed, you stress, yeah. you mean My voice is higher on this one, right? It stresses three
0: things. It's okay. higher, meaning volume mm-hmm. and pitch. So vol, vol, vulnerable. Vulnerable. vulnerable, vulnerable. I'm overdoing it. There you go. You're going to use your pitch. You're going to use your volume. And another thing is you're going to use your duration. So it's going to be actually longer in in like milliseconds, right? Vulnerable. Vulnerable.
1: Vulnerable. There we go. All syllable stress.
0: Vulnerable. Uh Overdo it. Adolescent. Vulnerable. Adolescent. Vulnerable. Adolescent. Okay. Adolescent. So your syllable stress can always be stronger there. Exactly. So now you got this. Tell me, your turn. Tell me in this word, P R E. J U D I C E. How many syllables? Where's the stress? And give it a try saying it. So prejudice. So you're going for the last syllable. Try a different syllable. Pre- doing prejudice. Da- ah, there you no? go. First syllable. Da 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 so da. Prejudice. There you go. Prejudice or prejudice. Dis. prejudice. Dis. Okay. Prejudice. There you go. Prejudice. I'm gonna also Pre- write these vowels. So the vowels are okay. e, u, i. Eh, uh, eh, eh. Eh, 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 prejudice. Prejudice. There you go. J. And I know you might not know these symbols that I'm writing. They're called IPA, the International Phonetic Alphabet. But
1: for vowels, if somebody has trouble. I said one of my, our um English teachers in university uh-huh. has like a master's in this or something. Oh, really I good. love it.
0: I love the yeah. IPA. It's not for everybody, <laughs> but it's yeah. very specific and it's very helpful. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna so, write it down and you don't have to know it. English. There you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's
1: rigid, just.
0: There you go. J as in juice. So I'm going to mark that too yeah. with just a red color so oh, we God remember that. How do I pronounce
1: juice too? How do I pronounce juice? I just J-j-j-j-j. remember that someone... Do- I'm going to add that to the list.
0: Hold on. Let me write it down. J-U-I-C-E. For example, the first month of the year, J-J-January. So you're going to actually take your like television and first you're going to put like a D in front of it. j right? For example, so you're going to sneeze. Achoo. Achoo. Take that Achoo. and add your voicing. Juh. Juh. Achoo. <laughs> it's not the same, but it works, right? Is, is it mm-hmm. like this? Put your hand on your juh. throat and make sure you're voicing. Juh. Juh. Make it explode. There you go. Juh. You got a lot of okay. I want you to okay. stop it first. Take a breath. Stop juh. it and make it explode. So, Look at the symbol, and you don't have to know it, but look at the symbol. Television. That's all friction, right? No problem with that. Just like you do a z. It's all friction, right? This one, look at the symbol now. It looks like a little, kind of like a z, but with a d in front of it. So think of a d first. Juice. Juice. Yes, exactly. Yes. Juice. You got juice. You have to stop it. And then let it go. Let the friction go. You got it. So that's the same one we have here. Prejudice. So many people might not know the difference if you said the prejudice. They might not notice, but I notice it's prejudice. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Prejudice. Prejudice. You got it. You got it. Yes. Now you're moving right ahead here. Juice. Juice. Ah, it's exactly like ch as in make a
1: choice. Choice. Uh That's the problem. I'm pronouncing it as choose. Huh? It's not ch- choose. Yes. I know it's a different pronunciation. And, and you
0: already know the difference, right? So the first one, j j January, j juice. I'm gonna wear some j j jeans. Those are voiced. So put your hand on your throat. J-, j j j Feel the vibration. Here, I don't want any vibration. Ch a choo ch chocolate. Ch ch choice. Ch ch no voicing, no vibration in your throat. That's the only difference. And that looks like this one. Choice choice, choice. Uh-huh. so it's choice. kind of like saying shh be quiet but a little t in front of it it's ch- like ch, ch-. exactly like choice choice you got it ch- choose now that's perfect yeah. yep so choose. what's the only difference just in the voicing and now you've got both of them and that's a really difficult combination so that's awesome yeah. that's super super awesome look at, look at I- this we just found this out I know <laughs> this is what happens all the time, right? You start with one question and you end up with sixty-two other questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I love happy it. I was thinking all the time. Did, I know I have more things, but I'm not uh-huh. sure which ones. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, and you're making those connections, and you say, "Oh, yeah. but what about this?" And then there's also this other thing. So yeah. yeah, that always happens, and I love that because you're really thinking about it. And when you make those connections, it's more memorable. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna yeah. remember That's this for true. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Moving along. You're doing great. Let's have a couple more. So dialects uh, oh, not so sh- syllable stress. Let's try it on the first syllable. Dialects.
1: Uh, da da
0: da 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 Dialects. There you go. Dialects. 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 There we go. Dialects. Dialects. Three dialects. syllables. Let's cut it Di- up this way. Dialects. Dialects. Perfect. dialects dialects dialects. i think you were trying to squish it down to two which uh, some people do i have to say dialects some people do that but it's unnecessary and a lot of people do it in three so just do it in three dialects that's how i do it dialects dialects yep give that one space to breathe that center syllable give it its own space dialects dialects okay does that make sense dialects there you go a little stronger on the first syllable dialects there we go you got it your syllable stress is sounding really good this the second one I- is
1: sophisticated.
0: Let me say these words for people who are listening to the audio only and can't see what we're typing here. I'm going to say these two together because it sounds like you're really close, right? So the first one is three syllables. Suffocate. The second one is five. Ready? So first one. da, da, da. <laughs> Suffocate. Suffocate. Perfect. Suffocate.
1: Suffocate.
0: Meaning I can't breathe. Yes. Next one. Suffocate. This one has five syllables. So I'm going to do the syllable stress on the second one. So it sounds like this. Da, da da-da-da-da. Sophisticated. Yes, there you go. Sophisticated. Yep. Raise your pitch. Fiss-fiss-fiss. Sophisticated. Sophisticated. Perfect. That's what I'm talking about. Sophisticated. 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 Now let's do them both. Suffocate, sophisticated. Suffocate. sophisticated. Absolutely. Beautiful. Fantastic. So Let's end on this one, because this is a good one, and I'll tell you why. It's got double L's. The spelling is, I'm telling for people who are listening to the audio, R-O-L-L-E-R. But let's break that down. Let's say R-O-L-L, first of all. And and give me that dark L. Say say R-O-L-L for me. Roll. Okay, I want mm. O. Oh. Guess what? It's my birthday. You're surprised. Oh. Oh? oh. Really? Really? Oh, oh, row, row your boat. Row, row. Oh, it's like that. Roll. There we go, roll. Roll. Now add ER at the end, roller. Roller. Take your time, that's two, three sounds right there. Row, row, let your jaw go up and down. Roller. There you go. Yes, when there's more than one vowel, we call it a diphthong, that means, or triphthong, that means two or three vowels in a row. And some people Mm. like to smash them. And reduce them way too much, but we want to give them space, right? Roller, roller. roll, roll, roller, exactly, roller. roller. And I imagine—is this roller. about roller skates or was that something else? It was about roller coasters. Nice. Oh, like... <laughs> even better, roller coasters. Look, that word has both o o co co coaster, yeah. ro roller coaster. Nice. Do you like roller coasters? Used to. <laughs> you used to. Was there a bad experience
1: there? Did something happen? One of my favorite things in the yeah. world. And then I was writing the story bank. favorite things in the followed.
0: what? One of your most favorite things in the?
1: World. Nice. World. Good one. Good one. Thank you for ca- catching that. <laughs> so um, I was writing the story bank for assignment, the exercise. And then I remembered the memory in Yemen. Because Yemen is a country where everyone thinks it's mountains. But mm-hmm. it actually has mountains and has green lands. Mm. right very very beautiful country mm. and i remember when we travel we do road trips in the mountain it was up and high so ah. i was writing it like roller, nice. coast, roller right boat. so because i couldn't pronounce it i was like trying to find the spelling because uh-huh. i have to pronounce it for me to spell it it's it's like this mm-hmm. when this happens it annoys me mm-hmm. so i was like i'm looking i looked it up blah, blah, blah and then earlier when i was like revising the words, I remember this. So I I wrote it down. (laughs)
0: Nice, nice, nice. And and since you mentioned it, I want to tell you like two quick things before Mm -hmm. we say goodbye today. Let me show you my screen again. And two things. Number one, I want you and anybody else to use this app that we have. And it's free for everybody to use. You can mark things up in a way that's visual for you. And that's why I call it the phonetic markup because there's all these tools on the side. You can add a vowel, you can do consonants, right? You could do syllable stress, all these things we did, plus much more. You can do intonation, word stress, all that stuff. You can copy and paste something that you like into here and really work on how you pronounce things. Cause so many of us are very visual. That's number one, I'm yeah. gonna send you that link. Number two, I'm gonna go back to the dictionary and I'm gonna move our faces to the side here for, so people in the video can see better. And whenever you look up a word, Anytime you look up a word at dictionary.com, I like dictionary.com, but you know, use whatever dictionary you want. Let's say, oh, let's do an easier one. The kind of pasta that many people have with a red sauce, right? We borrowed this word and I might say, well, how do Americans say this? Any word I look up in the dictionary, in this case, it's S-P-A-G-H-E-T-T-I. How do I say that in American English, right? I always wanna check the IPA we mentioned before, right? So use the dictionary, press show IPA, look up the word and get to Mm -hmm. know some of those symbols that are helpful to you, that's all. So remember this one we did earlier, the sound, it looks like a rotated E. So it's Mm -hmm. sp, sp, (coughs) spaghetti. And for you, because you're working on syllable stress, look for this little dash. Right before Uh. the syllable, that means that's the stressed syllable. Yeah. So I think with these two things, (laughs) you're going to be able to visualize a lot of these words, look them up, but only because you want the pronunciation. You want the IPA, right? And Mm. once you know a couple of those symbols, like the j that we talked about, for example, Mm -hmm. let's think of a word. I'm going to write a word, M-A-N-A-G-E. Maybe you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, how do I say that? I've been saying it wrong. Remember to click show IPA. It's in blue. And Mm -hmm. look at that symbol right there. We've already worked on that. Manage. It's not just but it's It's not So you're going to get to know some of these problem sounds that you have, and then you're going to find them, right, in that way. Mm -hmm. So I think these are two kind of helpful tips I think I can leave Mm -hmm. you with so now i want to start to say number one what do you think was the most useful thing for you today and then number two is there anything else that i can do for you today
1: honestly the way you explained the sounds just make so much sense in my head and how you like wrote it down and like the vibration at the end Mm. of the tongue It just no one ever like I want to tell you I wish you were my teacher. (laughs) Because I had a teacher and this is like a very sad story. See, I before I moved to UAE, I used to be hosting kids' shows and and I'm always like a host somewhere. And because this is my language, I was Mm -hmm. like and this is the accent, I was in my element. I was mm-hmm. used to it, and everything was like, "Wow, you're amazing!" And I have this. Some people know how to play with their voice and act it, mm-hmm. and I have that. And I always wanted to be like a voice actor or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I love reading poems, and I used to be my thing until I met this teacher. And I proudly stood to like re- read a poem, and she was like, "I don't know what to tell you. This is so bad." Oh, no. and it was like a <laughs> shock. It was a shock in front of all class, and she kept repeating this every time. And you know what? I have a thickest skin. But that teacher, like, I think it was a colorism, racism situation too. Oh, no. mm-hmm. So I would stand up every time to read the poem. I would stand up every time to read the passage. Yeah. Instead of giving me, I, I don't know what's called, critical? A critique, maybe? Something like, to tell me, what am I pronouncing wrong? Yeah. Because I would be confused. What are the things I'm doing wrong? You need to tell me, right? Mm-hmm, right now mm-hmm. you are telling me, Sabrina, this is the where you go high on that. like when I asked you what do you mean by stressing because mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what stressing is and you told me with her she would be like this is horrible I'm like tell me what's horrible I was like how old I was 14 or 15 oh, yeah. so that just affected my life I bet. and I think I've stopped like oh, hosting no. I've stopped all of that because I thought I don't have that was my language. We we're talking about Arabic language, but because she's because in Sudan, we don't pronounce a lot of words. Yeah. We do it differently than everyone thinks. It's come also from colorism, right? Mm-hmm. Because most people don't know mm-hmm. that they speak Arabic, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that just cha- somehow changed how my life is going. So you just you flip that oh. and that's powerful. Oh, that's so right? wonderful. Because you just showed me I can do it. There is a way in my mouth. Or mm-hmm. like how the words are coming out. Or like you're showing me this. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing it like how she's doing it. So it's yeah. not a hopeless case. <laughs> I can do it. Not something is wrong with me. It's just how I was taught it. Yeah. Thank you so much. That, that was like, I didn't know what to expect. I'm an adventurer. I I say <laughs> Adventurer. Yeah. Adventurer. Yes. So I just go and do things yeah. and, and wish for the best. And Good this was beyond what I expect. Mind blowing. Like, so thank you five. so much.
0: High five. You did great. You came prepared. You said, I have these issues. I want to work on these. And that's exactly what we did. I love it when people already have a list, right? And like we said, we're going to jump off that list and we're going to go off on tangents and all of that is fine. And at the end of the day, what I want is for you to realize that you can do this. Most of it's just mechanical and the fact that you were never taught, right? So you're just probably missing some information in your brain, right? You, I can tell you hear it. I can see that you can do it sometimes, just not always. So now you know how to correct it yourself and then you're just gonna keep doing it the right way now. And that's great, that's what I wanted for you today. So if you have any other questions any other thoughts if I forgot anything just send me a quick email send me a message and we'll always keep in contact and every month at the end of the month I have a free workshop so if there's anybody you know because I know Toronto is a very multicultural city if you know anybody who can benefit from that thing every month I do a specific sound so at the end of the month yeah I'm gonna have a free
1: workshop so you're welcome to come anybody can come um, yes 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 and I also Maybe I'll, maybe I'll invite you to my podcast. If you <gasps> yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You gotta get yeah, me on I'll there. I'll send you the link and everything. Definitely. I love this. I wish to come here again with improvements. Perfect. And to go over things, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. We can keep the same list and then we can go over it again and see if you can go right through it and get all those and add love to the that. list maybe. Yeah. So always keep a list. And and also, by no. the way, for you and anybody else who's listening, we all, I always have free office hours every Wednesday. Anybody mm-hmm. can come and ask me a question. The only trick mm-hmm. to that is that you have to be a part of my community and my Discord mm-hmm. server. It's free, but you have to join. So if you've got a running list of words mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just questions or things that are on your mind, you can come and ask and, and join the community and hang out with all of the people who like this kind of stuff. I think you might like it. Thank you so much. Okay, awesome. I would
1: love it. You have yeah. no idea what you're doing. It's going to change lives. Oh, you've never known, but so You sweet. will.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you so much for oh, saying that. Thank you. Thank you. So, we'll plan another session soon to do those ending yep. words. And in the meantime, I'm going to send you those links so that you can come join my community, so you can come to the free workshops and pass those along to anybody who you think might find that useful. Sound good? Yeah. Awesome. Sounds good. All yeah. right. So good, good to see you. So good to meet you. And I will see you soon. I'll see you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye, Sabrina. See you soon. Bye, Bianca.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: If you found this episode helpful in any way, please subscribe and leave a review. It's actually really helpful to me. Now, before I go, I have two tasks for you to do. First, I want you to register and come to my free monthly masterclass. They're on the last Thursday of the month. In just one hour, you're going to master a specific American accent skill. For example, the TH sound or rhythm. The Zoom registration link actually changes each month, so the second... And maybe more important thing I want to ask you to do is to sign up for my mailing list because you're going to get the registration link each month and you're going to get bonus materials before and after the masterclass that I only send to my email list subscribers. The email opt-in link is down in the show notes. Be sure to sign up for my mailing list and come to the monthly masterclass for free. I'm Bianca, your personal American accent coach, and I want you to know that your voice is your choice. Thanks for sticking around to the end of the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.